It is easy for worship leaders to feel alone. There is tremendous pressure on us each week to perform, to lead, and to help direct an amazing experience of worship and connection to God. But it's so overwhelming. There's no place to go to talk through these unique challenges worship leaders face. Welcome to the table. Welcome to the next episode of The Table. It is December, uh, December in ministry, which is real fun. Uh, you know, songs have more chords in them than normal. Uh, you know, the, in the, the capo is, a, is you got to put it in different places on the guitar. Uh, but I am joined today by my friend, Andy Christman. Andy, how's it going? It's going great, man. You nailed it. Dude, this is the craziest time of year to be a church worship pastor. It's a true statement. Like, it's my fir- my very first church from Jason Squires Fact. My very first job at my very first church was the first weekend in December. Oh my gosh. Don't ever do that. It was like, <laughs> I, sh- I should have just said, we'll start in January. Like, sorry yeah. that I'm going to leave you hanging for a month. But I started yeah. at my first church, like g- very first time on staff. It was like December 3rd and there's not a good choice. Um, um, yeah, those are good times. But uh, but yeah, how was how's, how's your year? We, we had you on the podcast earlier this year. You guys have done a lot of stuff this year. Um, yeah. Tell us, you guys launched something pretty exciting. Tell us a little bit about uh, about that. Yeah, so uh, the worship table, you can see it right here. Uh, we started the worship table. My uh, my friends, Michael Neal and Mark Harris, uh, we, we had this dream a little over a year ago to uh, invite small groups of worship pastors for uh, a, a time of refreshing and, and encouragement. Uh, my, my heart is in this season of life is to help worship pastors finish their race and finish well yeah. and be refreshed along the way. And so uh, I found that Michael and Mark had that same heart because we're kind of in the same age and, and same journey of life as worship pastors. So we were able to uh, kick off our first worship table event back in November. And it was incredible. We had 20 worship pastors all across the country. So good. Show up ranch in Texas and, it was just, it was more than we could hope it would have been. So we're really looking forward to doing more worship table events in 2023. And we've got big plans, man. We've, the, the Holy Spirit's dropped some pretty cool ideas on on where we could take this. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about what you mean by finish, finish the season. Well, you, you like, that's kind of a heart, a heart behind. That's a big, that's a big deal. Like that's a thing. Yeah. I mean, people don't know what that means or like, Kind of like I'm always going to be a worship leader. I'm always going to be doing this for the rest of my life. What does that What does that mean? Where does that come yeah, from? Well, we we hear about the the senior pastors and lead pastors that kind of check out early, you know, or that kind of hit a wall, or you know, they have a moral failure, or they just, you know, they that the burden of church ministry is just too much for them, and they and it cripples them. But we don't hear about the worship pastors that this happens to, and I would say there are more worship pastors this happens to than probably senior pastors, and as I have started coaching and consulting churches and worship pastors across the country, I keep hearing the same stories over and over and over again. This is hard. I'm getting old. Uh, I don't know how to do this anymore. I don't know if my pastor really wants a guy or, or a woman like me in this position at my age. How do I stay fresh? How do I 
how do I keep my voice from 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 aging out? You know, uh, it, it it's a real concern, and and because yep. of everything that we see on on social media, it's you know worship and the music industry can be a young person's you know can be a young person's thing. So where do the forty and fifty year olds, even the thir- late thirty year olds, where do they fit into this the scope of ministry? So, you know, I'm still doing this at 56 years old. Yep. I'm still leading somewhere every weekend. I'm leading in big churches every weekend. I'm I'm still recording and writing and and and, and influencing what's happening in the worship world. So if I can do that at 56, you can do it at 35, you can do it at 45. Yep. I don't think there's a shelf life or a cap on the age limit for being a worship leader. And so that that's just kind of what I've seen in my travels and in my conversations over the last several years. And so we really wanted to do something that, that, that spoke to that. And we're finding that man, men and women across the country are raising their hands going, yeah, that's me. Yeah. Ah, I think you hit the nail there. You said uh, the age worship leaders are aging out at a younger and younger age. And it's a, you know, and that's, that's been one of the things that I've, See, I've I've seen it as well, and it's like, how do you, you know, you go uh, trying to like remain quote unquote effective or like yeah. relevant or all the things, and you're like, relevant doesn't make sense to me because our job is to point people to Jesus, and so like, well, what does that mean? What does relevant mean in yeah. in in that in that in that phrase? And so, uh, I'm excited that you guys are doing that. I'm excited. I'm excited that event one was a success, and it was like, it wasn't like, should we do this? It was like, no, clearly there's a need. Clearly, this is a thing, and I'm excited to see where it goes. Yeah, absolutely. And if you if uh, uh, you want to know more about it, just go to theworshiptable.com. And awesome. all the information is there. The registration is there. We are really looking at some pretty big things in 2023 and 2024. God's got his hand on this. And uh, I just I just know that that we're we're called to to help as many worship pastors finish their race well yep. as possible. So this is this is December and um a crazy time of year for ministry. Um it's uh, a time where we do a lot of extra things. You and you've I mean you you're doing the worship table but you're also you also do a lot of vocal coaching. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about um you know in this month, you know it's heaters are on, thro- throats are drying out. You know, we're doing extra rehearsals, Christmas songs, there's a lot to them. You know, there's you know there these a lot of worship songs today, and even Christmas songs have these big octave jumps, and um, you know we're just kind of wearing our voice a lot more in this month. Um, what are some strategies that you can give us to kind of help protect our voice in um, in the craziness of what can be December? And also, um, what are some tips if we actually lose our voice? You know, how do we kind of get through that in um, in this month as well? So I'm literally averaging two calls a day from people that I work with um, as far as vocal, vocal and worship coaching. Hey, I'm sick. Um, man, I, I, I feel like I'm about to lose my voice. I'm trying to stay healthy. Yeah. There's some things. So yeah, you said all those things, all those things are, are correct. Where the, the weather's changing. Uh, I mean, everybody's sick right now. It's crazy. Yep. And the first thing that affects is the voice. So um, you know, there, there are a lot of things that you can do. Uh, you've got to double down on taking care of yourself. And that's, that's one of the things that kind of falls the wayside during the holidays. I mean, what's the number one thing 
we kind of look forward to in the holidays. I know for me, it's the food. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Like cookies and, and, and sweets and eggnog and, you know, uh, there's, there are parties all the time and, and everybody's trying to feed you during the holidays. Yep. And that's the first thing that's going to break your body down is you're putting too much junk into your body or you don't go to the gym or your sleep patterns are disrupted. And you have to double down on all of that. You have to double down on your diet. And I know this sucks because yep. we want to enjoy our life during this season. But because you chose to be in the ministry, do you have a different job? You can enjoy your life on December 25th, right? When yep. all of this is over. Um, so you've got to double down on going to the gym. Get out there and relieve that stress. Go to the gym. Do something physical that can that that helps your body know hey we're we're on a normal cycle here get extra sleep i was talking to a worship pastor yesterday and encouraging them try and get build an extra hour of sleep into your nightly routine yep. because sleep and water are the only really thing are the only things that are really going to repair this so and then again yeah drink tons of water more water than you normally drink and you need to drink as much water as possible lay off the coffee and then that's kind of a whoa Whoa! Yeah, right. <laughs> is you do know who you're talking to, right? <laughs> the worship leader. Coffee is one of the worst things for your voice, especially over the long term. And um, so, if you can switch to herbal teas and honey yep. as much as possible, uh, and then stretching and vocal exercise is going to be is going to be key because if you're going to do anything strenuous, you need to prepare your body for it. So if you don't have a um, if you don't have a, a system of vocal stretching, then go purchase my vocal system. Yeah, ADChrisman.net, uh, and and I'll, I'll show you ways to stretch your vocal cords and stretch this area of your of your voice so that you can use your voice more effectively. Um, and then again, it's all about it's all about healthy rhythms and healthy patterns. You know, you're going to have to. Uh, you're really going to have to not sing when you don't need to sing. You're going to need to not talk when you're not supposed to talk. And I I tell a lot of the the, the worship leaders and, and vocalists that I work with during this season, turn the diva switch on. Yeah. Right? Say no to things that you don't need to be doing. Uh, stay out of the office if you don't need to be there. Uh, you know, uh, put that, uh, make sure you get a scarf, put that around your neck all the time. Even if in your, you're in a warm environment do it because it just adds a layer of protection for your voice. Um, so those are, you know, those are, those are probably not mind blowing things, but if you can do little, all the little things start to add up, you know, if, yeah. if, if, if that helps you 5% and that helps you 5% and that helps you 5% yep. and that helps you 5%. Well, you add all those together, you're helping yourself 50% or more right. throughout the holidays. And so you just need to you just need to to come to the realization that I probably don't get to party and have fun <laughs> like everybody else does during the season. I've got a yeah. job to do. And we're going to see more people come through our church in the next two to three weeks than we will all year. So this is an important time for us to be as healthy as possible. And yeah, and you're no you're no good without a voice. I mean, you're just kind of like you know, there's, that's like the one thing we do. We do we sing. Yeah. Um, I think something that you said that was interesting that it's it's not uh it's not the in the moment stuff it's like on tuesday you have to be hydrated not right. get to be hydrated on tuesday for sunday not just drink water on sunday morning to try and run it past your vocal cords you got to remain you got to remain hydrated um right. but also yeah we don't think about rest and junk and so that's so good 
what about if we actually do lose our voice? What are some like, like, uh, is there some like tricks in your pocket to like help bring it back? Um, yeah, there are no quick fixes. Yeah. Uh, like I said earlier, sleep and water are the best things to help restore your voice. So if you are scratchy, if you have, if you feel like you've lost your voice, you need to, you need to quit all extracurricular activities and just try and rest and, and try to get as much sleep as possible. Uh, I'm a big fan of, again, of herbal teas. Uh, I'm a big fan of, of getting a, a personal humidifier Yep, and just read that steam in as much as possible. Keep this as, as, uh, keep this as uh, as moist as possible down through here. Yep. Go to the doctor, get a B12 shot. Uh, we've done that a lot at our church throughout the Christmas seasons. Um, go get a B12 shot. Go make sure you take your supplements, plenty of vitamin C. Um, you know, but again, I, 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 I've got a couple of vocals I'm working with right now who are sick and they've got some big uh, productions coming up in the next week. So, you know, my, you know, part of it is, yeah, that's life. Yep. It's so you're going to have to figure out a way to sing through it. Yep. yep, yep Give yep. yourself the best opportunity. And then you just have to be smart. You know, um, just because it's Christmas, does it mean you have to sing your brains out? Not necessarily. Be smart about it. Have a plan of attack to where you don't have to, you don't have to hit all those notes all the time. Yep. You don't have to, you know, you can, you can, you can let the band do the work for you. And just to deliver the simplest pro, uh, the simplest product vocally that you can, and most people will never know the difference. Truth. My wife always reminds me when when I lose my voice, I start stressing out that I'm not going to be able to sing on Sunday, and like it's like a double negative. You start stressing out that you can't sing. Meanwhile, you're stressing. Meanwhile, your throat's getting stressed because you can't sing. And she's like, "You have to remember not to stress yourself out." That's great, and that brings up a great point. Um, you are putting yourself in the um, in the work of the Lord. So uh, I've said this to God many times. When my voice isn't working right, I'm feeling stressed in my vocal cords. I don't know if I can get across the finish line. I'll remind God, hey, you called me here. This is, you have to take care of this. Like you yeah. brought all these people in and you appointed me to be on this stage for such a time as this. So I'm going to go out there and I'm going to trust that my voice is going to be there and it's going to be exactly what it needs to be to accomplish the mission that, that is set before us. So that's another part of it. I'm glad you brought that up. Go in with faith, yep. you know, don't just because you feel sick or just because you feel like this isn't working right. Don't go, well, I guess I can't sing this year. No, that's just, the, that's just part of life. You got to fight through that. Now don't hurt yourself, right. but you know, I think I think God gives a lot of grace and a lot of uh, um, man. I think the Holy Spirit can sing through you. And I will tell you this: you you may have you may have experienced this uh, as much as I have, Jason. Is that um, when I don't feel like I sound at my best, I get the most compliments on how the service went. Truth. Or you know, or I'll walk off stage going, "Man, I sounded great." Crickets. Nobody says yep. a word. But it's those times when I have to fight through the pain and the congestion and just my vocal cords not responding the way I want to. Yep. People come up to me afterwards in tears just going, that's the most meaningful service I've ever been a part of. And you're like, and like were, we in the same, were, were we in the same room? Because I couldn't, I, 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 didn't, I wasn't singing. I wasn't, you know, I totally, totally. 
Hey, as you've been in ministry for a long time and you've ended a lot of years in ministry, um, what are you thinking about as you end your year and and prepare to start the next one? Like we're in December, kind of like what are you, are you, I mean, wrapping up a year and prepping to start another one? Are you in some kind of thought process there? What? what, what, what? No, I'm really not um, because I know that the weekends keep coming. Yeah. The weekends keep coming with shocking regularity. So, you know, um, I'm, I'm going to think about a little bit of rest, yeah. you know, I think that for most of us that, that, that lead worship and in church ministry, we have, uh, we have those, uh, cycles of ministry, the, you know, and, and I think that a lot of us look at like December 25th, maybe to probably January 7th as a couple of weeks where we don't have to push it as hard. We can spend time with family. We can take a breath. So I guess the thing that I'm thinking of most is, once I get done with my last Christmas concert, I know that I can relax with my family. Yeah. I don't have to think about anything for a couple of weeks, but I don't really turn the engine off. You know, I live idle maybe for a couple of weeks, but then we're right back into it. Uh, so uh, I don't really look at, uh, at maybe a change of mindset going from December to January. Yeah. Because we got to keep going. We got to hit it hard and we got to keep running. Yeah. 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 And I, I, I love that you said a weekend's come with amazing regularity. That's uh yeah, that's such a good thing. Such a good point. So in the <clears throat> in the Christmas house on in the holiday season, what is there a dish or a meal that says it's the holidays? You guys Oh uh, yeah. So my son and I are the only ones that like eggnog. Oh and obviously I won't drink it until Christmas Day. Okay. But just seeing the eggnog in the fridge, I'm just like, oh that's I tried. Christmas. I tried making it last year. It's really, it didn't work. It was really hard. Yeah, it was, pretty- it was gross. Actually, the one that I made, I tried it and it didn't, you have to stir it for a certain kind of, you know, the things. Yeah. There's chunks in there. It was, it was weird. And, and, but. Well, my wife, my wife uh, makes corn casserole and stuffing and um, man, just, just some of the dishes that she makes on like the holidays. Yeah. Uh, I come in and I start smelling that stuff. I'm just like, Oh, this is, this is Christmas to me. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Hey man, I appreciate you hanging out today. Yeah, I appreciate dude. you doing this. Um, I guess we're just, yeah, just breathing life into worship leaders. And I love that you are such a, like you have kind of, you've devoted yourself to the mission of helping worship leaders be successful and, um, and just using your, what you know and where you've been to help everybody continue marching forward. And, um, that's a, that that's a big, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. It's not just, um, you know, you get to the, the point in ministry where you can go, you go, now I can, now I can just rest and do nothing and, or whatever, but you've gone like, no, I want to continue helping, helping people be better and, um, using what you've done to help them continue to march forward. And so just thank you for that. I appreciate that. Thank you. That is my heart. You know, I've had a lot of success in Christian music and, and as a worship pastor. Yeah. I could do, I could do several things. Like you said, I could just stop and just go, well, that was fun. Yep. And go hibernate somewhere or I could keep pushing going, okay, what's next? Like I want to do something even bigger and even bigger and even bigger for myself. And um, I've just never felt either one of those were, were God, what God wanted for me. I wanted, I want worship pastors to, to, to be fulfilled. Like I've been fulfilled. Yeah do a lot of the things that I've been able to do. I want to share that. And, and I, I just, I just want to see, I want to see worship pastors happy and fulfilled and, and loving music. 
You know, that's another big thing. One of the yeah. love that they, that they get to be a part of. Oh, it's so good. I love it. I love it. Thanks, Andy. I appreciate Thank it. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. We will see you guys. Uh, we will see everybody next next week.